On today's show, we're going to discuss the Florida Panthers going down 0-2 against the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to discuss the Florida Panthers going down early, how the officiating was handled due to the many misconducts. We're also going to discuss whether we are encouraged about the power play despite the Florida Panthers losing 7-2. And we are going to ask the important question, is it time to panic? Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Tuesday, June 6th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast to get your daily Florida Panthers fix. So, Cats fans, it's not a position that you want this Florida Panthers team to be in, you know, especially after how they performed on the road this season. And, of course, with all the things that the players have said about being in the right headspace when it comes to going from one game to the other and then a two-day gap in between games one and two. But the Florida Panthers, they got down early, and this game wasn't even close uh, for... The Panthers, Sergey Bobrovsky gets pulled in this one after the fourth goal, and it doesn't get better after that. And 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 Alex Lyon gives up three more goals after that for the Florida Panthers to to drop this game against the Vegas Golden Knights by a final score of seven to two in Sin City. As now the series shifts to Sunrise on Thursday night. Thursday night, but it is we do have a special guest here on this edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. He is the former sideline reporter slash producer for Fox Sports Florida, Frank Fort. Frank, welcome back to Locked On Panthers. Thanks, Armando. Good to be with you. Uh, certainly not the, the result we were all hoping for, but, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of is what it is. We, we now know what the uh, Toronto and Carolina fans were feeling. So maybe the, the hockey gods are just uh, – tamping down our emotions a little bit yeah uh, yeah no no doubt uh, and you know it, it you think about the joy of victory and then the the agony of defeat when it comes to when it comes to the ups and downs of just sports in in general but i mean let's let's just go right into it i mean vegas uh get, gets out to a lead seven minutes in and uh, the multiple looks by by Vegas and even the first two goals for for the Vegas Golden Knights it, it was really about one thing and one thing only puck retrieval for yeah. for the Vegas Golden Knights early on and that's really they 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 looked faster uh when it when it came to uh, when it came to that and and also the Florida Panthers let's also consider the fact that they went 10 minutes without a shot on goal early on before they went on the, on the power play and, and, and the power play was looking really good for, for the Panthers. They had five shots on goal in their first power play, but, and they had a, they broke up a three on two, went the other way on a, on a three on two as well, but uh, couldn't get it on, on net. 
there was a breakaway early by Carter Verhage for for an opportunity to take the lead early as, as well. That's where I was going to go back to Armando. Yeah, even before so. Vegas got on the board, you know, Swaggy gets the the breakaway, and I really think he had no choice but to go backhand because I think it was Petrangelo that was closing closing him down and coming back on the back check. And I don't think if I think if he tried to go forehand, Petrangelo probably strips him of the puck or, or, or just, you know, takes away the scoring chance. So I think he had to go backhand and, you know, he'll able to close the five hole and much like cousins failing to score on that yawning net in game one. I almost feel like those have been the two key moments so far for the Panthers, like golden opportunities that they didn't convert. And then, you know, Lombard takes a bad penalty and, and, you know, power play, it's one, nothing. And, Unfortunately, as you mentioned, I think they got outskated most of the night. They got outbattled most of the night. Uh, their positional play has not been good. My Lord, that fifth goal. Like early in the third period, they score 15 seconds in or 14 seconds in. And that there's that glimmer of hope off in the distance. Like maybe they can make a game of this at least and have some momentum going into game three. And, you know, four minutes later, they make a ridiculously horrible change. And four guys go along the boards. And there's nobody in the, you know, in the middle of the ice or, or anywhere else in the zone. And and just like that, it's back to 5-1. So the, the positional play wasn't good. The passing wasn't good tonight. There are very, very few things you could say positively about tonight's game. Yeah, I guess the only thing that you could say positively about the Panthers is how they came out in the in the third period to that even though even though in the in the middle of that with Kachuk getting the misconduct. After the hit on uh, Jack Eichel, you want to get started on that? Yeah, let's go. Let's go right into it. I would love to hear Stephen Walkham explain how Kachuk gets a misconduct. Because there was no penalty on the hit. If you look at the play-by-play sheet, Mm -hmm. it's Kachuk for roughing against Barbashev, Barbashev roughing against Kachuk, and both get ten-minute misconducts. He he. And you saw it on the replay. Eichel kind of toe-picked himself into that hit. And mm-hmm. it was a clean hit. Two guys jump Kachuk, which that's a whole other subject about having to fight after clean hits or, or you know, getting into scrums after clean hits. That's another discussion. But what's he supposed to do? Let himself get pummeled? I, I no way. don't understand where the 10 comes from. If you want to give him two for roughing, okay, that's that's fine. It's a scrum. But where where he gets taken out of the game for 10 minutes, I completely do not understand that. That's a joke. And then the referees just didn't want to put up with him anymore to get the second misconduct for not even a slash of the stick, just tapping the stick out of a guy's hand after the play's over. The referees tonight just didn't want to deal with him. So mm. that shouldn't be an excuse. It shouldn't. You're playing for the Stanley Cup. And the game's yeah. over at that point. I get it. But – the first one is just absolutely absurd. Yeah, and you can maybe understand the second one, even though it was a tap because of how out of hand it was of of this little thing called preventative preventive officiating. Game I can kind of see that. Yeah, game management <laughs> as well because I mean Duke Duke got a misconduct. Nick Cousins, Eric Stahl. I, I might be missing one. Uh, yeah, person, and three, I think three of their guys got one too. So yeah, so uh, Barbashev as well. Uh, Colesar, Casey Fitzgerald got a misconduct. Uh, so it's 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 a whole but it's misconducts galore 
on, on, on the night for the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. But yeah, for, but also when it comes to, when it comes to the Florida Panthers, it was also bad pinches that one that led to the, to the Amadio goal that, that Mahara pinched. And then it was on a delayed penalty that, that uh, Reinhardt uh, slashed uh, Carlson there as well. So it was all bad positioning all night for, for the Florida Panthers. It's been, well. it's been a really, in my mind, and I don't mean to pick on one guy because there was a bunch of guys that haven't played well the first two games. And I thought, you know, he was fine in the regular season and, and you know, pretty decent through the first three rounds. But I think Mahur is just having a terrible final. He, yeah. These first two games, he has just been – it's been not. It's been bad. We I haven't mean, picked on him. This I don't season. mean to pick on just one guy, but it's been really noticeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we haven't even mentioned that Paul Maurice went eleven F seven D on the on the night as well, put, putting Casey Fitzgerald in, and uh, looks um, on the third goal. It looks like that he have, might have uh, screened Sergey Bobrovsky. I mean, even when the Florida Panthers have looked to check the puck out of the Vegas Golden Knights stick. The, the Vegas forecheck was still strong and 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 still able to keep the puck. I, I mean, I mean, you you talk about the the third goal of the night for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let me check. Real, Nicholas Waugh keeping still keeping it and being patient with the puck as yeah. well. And well, even, I think on that too, Fitzgerald and and Mark Stahl really had no idea what each other was doing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they they don't play together, and I think they got completely confused as to who was doing what. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but I'm, I'm not a big fan of the 11-7. I would have rather seen, even if you're going to use a forward for five or six shifts, uh, just with the depth that Vegas has with their four lines, I think it's it's tough to match up 11 forwards against that. I would have much rather seen Dalpy or, you know, give one of the Black Aces a shot. I mean, you might, like I said, you might use them five or six shifts. I, I just don't see what putting Casey Fitzgerald in there does. Yeah, especially when he played only four regular season games uh, for the Panthers, it's it just it I I just didn't quite understand uh, that that move uh, for for Paul Maurice uh, put putting him in that in that position for uh, for the Florida Panthers there. But the Florida Panthers down 0-2 now as the series shifts to Sunrise, Florida. But you know, it, it now now you, you got the games out of the way and it's time to change venue, get a few days off, reset everything. And and now and now the Florida Panthers will have the the opportunity to protect home ice on Thursday night. But we're going to transition over to segment number two. We're going to discuss more about the defensive breakdowns for the Florida Panthers, and of course, ask the question later on in the show: Is it time to panic? We're going to discuss that more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about eBay motors and for a championship team it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits right first time around just add to your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark so you know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop at ebay motors with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed Get the right parts, right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. That's right. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Segment number two here on this Tuesday, June 6th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. I have Frank Fort here, the former sideline 
reporter and producer for Fox Sports Florida here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And, you know, after the Vegas Golden Knights w- scored that fourth goal, I mean, you, you knew that you just couldn't continue to leave Sergei Bobrovsky out to dry uh, there. I mean, you, you, you think you, you, it looks like that the Vegas Golden, uh, Golden Knights, they, they clear the zone and then they, the the Florida Panthers don't have any eyes on Brett Howden and Brett Har and let's not let's mention that Brett Harlan scored uh um two goals on the night uh, and goes forehand backhand on Bob nothing nothing Sergey Bobrovsky would do and we we spoke about all about how the Florida Panthers were just so much uh, shifted to one side and even you even mentioned earlier that on the fourth goal not only was there four players on the ice but you see Aaron Ekblad drawing too much to his right yeah, it's uh, actually leaving, the fifth goal but yeah yeah on the fifth goal yeah but you know it, it's just. I don't think it's up for debate going into into game game three for the Florida Panthers. You, you got to put Sergey Bobrovsky back in the net. You can't this this performance by the Florida Panthers is just is just a whole bunch of breakdowns. Yeah. The Vegas Golden Knights were finishing finishing their checks. The Florida Panthers weren't. the The middle of the ice was open as can be for Vegas. You you cannot cannot. And I will not take any Bob slander on, on the night for, for no, the Florida Panthers. I, I, this was not on him tonight. I don't think he saw any of the first three goals until it was way too late. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the fourth one, you have a guy flying right down the slot unchecked. And he goes forehand, backhand, and and it's over. And at that point, just for Bob's mental state, you got to get him out of there. And I don't think it's any any question they go back to him. By the way, if I can gloat just a little bit. Go for the it. Last, the last time you had me on was the Boston series. Game and four. you asked me for game four, do they go to Bob or do they stay with Lion? And what did I tell you? You said I they thought, you said I they thought, go to Bob, right? Yeah. I I said uh, for whatever reason, I think the magic had deserted Lion at that point. He was great in the regular end of the regular season and, at, and in game two. But at that point, I thought the magic had left him. And what did Bob do? I mean, he played like all-world Bob uh, until this series. And again, t- tonight wasn't on him. The only goal in this series, unfortunately, I think was the what turned out to be the game winner in, in game three. You could tell by his re- – in game one, rather. You could tell by his reaction uh, what turned out to be the game winner that made it 3-2 that he felt he should have had it. Um, but I think that's really the only goal you could really put on him this series. And tonight they just played very poorly – in front of Bob. And also if I can, if I can kind of go on a tangent a little bit, I know you're supposed to be over these things six years later, but I still can't get over handing Jonathan Marcheseau to the Las Vegas Golden Knights in the expansion draft. I didn't understand. I thought it was a ridiculous decision at the time. Six years later, it looks even worse. And that's one of, for me, one of the three most unforgivable moments in Panther or decisions in Panther history. And I know six years later we're supposed to be over it, but I'm sorry, I'm hanging on to that one. It's funny because had the Florida Panthers not faced the Vegas Golden Knights in the final, we wouldn't ha- be having this conversation, or even the, the if this wasn't even the matchup. But it's crazy how narratives can change as yeah. you see these two teams uh, face off against each other, and 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 twelve goals in twelve games. I mean. The, the conversation was Jack Eichel leading for the Smythe going into this series, but I think that might have yeah. changed going think into about, Think about this. March or so is making $5 million. 
It's not like he's this hugely paid player. His production per dollar paid is outlandish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so de- de- definitely huge uh, for for the Vegas Golden Knights and how they're and how they conducted the expansion draft, and and then you even see how a few years later, a lot of teams learned their lessons with Seattle and not giving them anything. And as far right. as a there were how many general managers, including the Panthers, there were like five or six of them panicked over losing a particular player and gave Vegas extra assets to take player B. Mm. It, it boggled my mind then, and it still boggles my mind. I, that's one I may never get over with. Get over, Armando. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't care if they were playing Vegas or not. I, I still wouldn't be over that one. Yeah, and and you never know. You never know. Uh, it's funny because a lot of the conversation was if you don't get if you if you keep drawing the Marshall, so then you don't get X player. But look at look at what what's what's going on with 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 him and, and all. So with with that, but with uh. With, with let's talk about a little bit of the of the Panthers and their physicality in in this game in this game and even in the series and of course with uh with the with the skirmishes and all that stuff of course we saw how game game one mm-hmm. Aiden Hill goes after Nick Cousins with the blocker something I didn't really talk about in the in the leading up to game two because I thought it was gonna be more settled now but i was i couldn't be more wrong on that and then of course a uh, mcnab cross checks kachuk into the crease um in, in on the power play and then and then uh and then of course uh aiden hill goes after kachuk there as well, well aiden but, hill's um, gotten away with two mm-hmm. so far in this series one in each game yeah and and i don't i don't understand it yeah now, i don't and it's don't not either. the reason the panthers lost mm-hmm. i'm not blaming the officiating for the Correct. Panthers losing the game. But, I mean, these calls seem incredibly obvious to me mm-hmm. as a longtime hockey fan and reporter. And I, I just don't get it. Uh, I don't. But I think to get to your point about the physicality, I think it was kind of telling because somebody asked Kachuk before game one about the physicality. And he goes, Well, that's just who we are. That's how we play. And I almost think the Panthers, and it's a fine line as you well know, Armando, between physicality and going overboard and hurting your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I almost think like the Panthers have convinced themselves they have to be super macho to have a chance in this series. And I think so far it's hurting. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, was, I was wondering that before, and now that we see it through two games, I mean, Vegas has the clear size advantage yeah. too, so I think they also see that as as a as a factor there. Because prior to game two, I was looking up, okay, what are the size advantages for for Vegas versus Florida? And I was seeing that Vegas was sixth as far as weight, while Florida was last in the NHL mm-hmm. in that as well. So some they, I feel like the Florida Panthers are like you said, they have to play a little macho in order to get there. But you know, look at. I mean, they had 32 penalty infraction minutes in game one tonight. I mean, God, it's uh, looking if you're I don't want to subtract all the misconduct. I'm not going to do that. But it was 84 to to, to 64, uh, Florida having more of the penalty infraction minutes as well. So, I, I just think there's there's two things that are pretty obvious to me at this point. Is, one is I think they've, like I said, they, they have it in their head that they have to play even after the whistle a certain way. 
and I think they've taken it too far. And the other thing is, I, I think Aiden Hill is – he's played really well. Mm-hmm. But I think Vegas has really limited the the grade-A chances. But for some reason, Aiden Hill is in their heads. It just yeah. appears that way to me. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know what you do to turn the series around. You just got to play better positionally. You got to skate harder. You know, you mentioned the puck retrieval earlier. Even the second goal. I mean, to me, Duclair makes a really soft play in the corner and allows them to to retain possession of the puck. He didn't take the body. He just kind of pokes at the puck. And and before you know it, it's in the net. So, I mean, it, there's there's just got to be better decisions made on the ice. Yeah, and even what, towards the end of the game when it was clearly over, when it was a 6-2, you see that the Florida Panthers are trying to get um get a deflection in from behind the net and you see Shea Theodore uh having the puck right on the line it's just like well that's the Panthers night nothing's gonna go their way uh the to that to that point if I may Armando and I tweeted this earlier tonight for anybody who follows me I said I, I can't kill these guys too bad because I never expected to be in this position when the postseason started and I think a lot of things had to go like a lot in capital letters a lot of things had to go right for the Panthers to be here. And I think you would agree that as well as they played, a lot of things went their way. And in this series, that's not happening. So mm-hmm. in the play you pointed out is a really good example. You know, um, you know, the Aiden Hill just putting the stick out and Nick Cousins has 95% of the net to shoot at in game one and he hits the stick. So when things like that aren't going your way, then I think we all know that Vegas is a super deep team. And during the season, we all said, I think that the Panthers had a flawed roster, you know, and Mm -hmm. now this is when things aren't going, when you're not getting those kind of bounces, then the, then the, the disparity of the rosters kind of rears up and says, this is what it is. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, and, not not to not to discredit what and I know you're not doing this. I it's not to discredit what they've done to this point and all that no, stuff. No, not at all. But not also all. the 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 troubles that they had through the regular season. It's it, it's it's coming back back to them. It's like okay, uh, we we saw how how tight things were in in, in the first three series, and of course sometimes sometimes it it it, it, it has a little bit of a uh, of a not necessarily time running out because there's still two, there's still right. time in this series yeah. as well for, for them. But sometimes but I think my, and, and I think you put it right. When you look at that, how close that Carolina series was, you know, one bounce here, one bounce there. And it, it's a two, two series instead of a mm-hmm. sweep. Um, I'm not discrediting what they've done at all. I mean, they played their tails off to get to this point. No doubt. But I think a lot of things did go their way. You know, Bob got super hot. Super hot. Super. Uh, you know, when you look at, you know, some of the things that happened in the in the Toronto and, and the Carolina series, you know, getting a bounce here or, or a non-call there or whatever it was, a lot of things, like my point is, a lot of things had to go right for them to be in the Stanley Cup Finals. And through two games, not very much has gone right. Yeah, and perfect example we could point to was that even the review uh, in Game Five in the Toronto series as well, uh, right before the Florida Panthers did win that one. So sometimes right. just think certain things just go your way, and certain t- things don't. 
But we're going to transition over to segment number three, where we're going we're gonna to ask the question, is it time to panic for the Florida Panthers as they head back to Sunrise, Florida? We're going to discuss this next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Segment number three here on this June 6th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers lose to Vegas Golden Knights by a final score of 7-2 to in Game 2 as the series now shifts to Sunrise, Florida. I got Frank Fort here, former sideline reporter slash producer for Fox Sports Florida. And Frank, um, I think about I think about really the journey, and I think this mm-hmm. is the best way to put it, the journey yeah. Yeah. between the Panthers and all the issues that they went through going into the season with Cap having to having to make that trade for Kachuk and all that stuff. And and then of course being in the position that they're in. And I think I know what your answer is, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, with the Florida Panthers and the lack of expectation to be here, and then, of course, going on the road, get um, losing a very close game one, the final score will tell you differently. But And then, of course, the wheels falling off here. But now the series shifts to Sunrise, Florida. It's not dropping two games at home. That's the good news. But now you get an opportunity to come back to FLA Live Arena Thursday night. Is it time to panic for the Panthers? My answer, and probably not a lot of fans will agree with me, is no. And the reason being, I, and again, I tweeted this before the Boston series, I had zero expectations for the playoffs. So whatever happened, I was going to say, at least they didn't go from President's Cup to out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay? I didn't want to be that team. So I said, if they have any success in the playoffs, I'm just going to enjoy it. And whatever happens, happens. So am I panicked? No. Do I think they can come back and win this series? You got to win four out of five. I don't see that happening. But I'm not panicking only because I didn't have expectations coming into it. Do I want to win the cup? Hell yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I covered this team from day one, 1993. So I've seen it all. And, you know. When they made the cup final in 96, it's kind of like the the Dan Marino Dolphins. You think, oh, yeah, they can get back there. Well, it's been 27 years. I hope it's not another 27 Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) because we could all be gone by then. But, uh, no, I'm I'm not panicked simply because I just didn't have a lot of expectations going into the playoffs. So I enjoyed the heck out of the first three rounds. I bought my conference champion shirt, (laughs) you know, just in case it didn't work out in the finals. Um, you, you know what, as a, as a team, you can't panic. You, you can't no. get into that mode, you know, otherwise it's, it's going to be over quickly. So get back to playing your game, kind of rein in the emotions a little bit and, you know, hopefully get, get something straightened out because again, I think positionally they, they've not played very well at all. They've been drawn out of position way too often in their own zone. Uh, they've been outskated. They got to manage the puck better, and you got to figure out a way to negate Vegas's, as you said, puck retrieval. You got to be harder on the puck when those board battles come along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm trying to calculate quickly Vegas's uh, playoff road record here. Uh, I know they won two games in Winnipeg. They two two and zero, oh, and then two and one in the Vegas series. That would make them four four and one. So, 
So they're uh they're six they're six and two on the road in in, yeah. in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um and and they had a great road record during the regular season. Yes. Too. They were actually a better road team than they were home team. That's the bad news yeah. of, of, about the Vegas Golden Knights going into game three. The good news is ever since the, the two games against Boston in games three and four, the Panthers have been a lot better at home. The only game that they lost since was game four yes. against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And even that game was a, a pretty close game for, for the Panthers there. So yeah, I think course, it was two one, right? Uh, yes, it was a two-one loss uh, against the Toronto. against the uh, Tor- Toronto Maple Leafs uh, there, but th- it's it was a it was a big it's it, it was just a big turnaround for the Panthers from from what happened early on to to now, and of course with the excitement that the fan base is, I'm going to be at both games three and four. Hopefully there is a game six, so I could also be there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but also with uh, with the with the Panthers going back home and of course with the experience factor in Paul Maurice I know people don't want to hear that right now of what the the message sending that he's going to discuss in the room he he isn't he isn't going to panic neither he's like okay the 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 bad news is you got outclassed and outplayed Mm -hmm. outskated outchecked but in that game two is only one game yeah, if you really think about it, um, it it's you, match play. It's not stroke play, as I like to say. Love the golf term there. Love it. Love it, Frank. There, <laughs> when it, when it comes to that. So yep. yeah. So I, I just I just really worry if Gudis is not available. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's a big hole in that in that bottom six, uh, or that the defensive six group. Um, Casey Fitzgerald does not fill me with any mm-hmm. kind of confidence. You know, if they have to go. Without Gudis, I'd really like to see Lucas Carlson get a chance. He had a great year in the AHL. Yeah. I mean, he deserved it. He deserves it based on that, uh, in my book. You know, Mm -hmm. whether they they go that way or not. And again, we don't know what Gudis' status is. But, you know, based on the fact that he didn't come back in tonight's game, I'd be pretty surprised if he played. Yeah. And uh, Radka Gudis... Just like game one, he left early in, in, in game one. The only difference was he didn't come back in this one. And But let's also not forget that Etulus Thurainen didn't also skate yeah. down either. I, once I, it, once and again. I think that leaves a big hole in the lineup too. Mm-hmm. And again, there's no excuses this time of year. Correct. But but Etu had a really nice year. And I, you know, now you've got to move Lomberg up to the to the third line. You know, you're going with 11 forwards. I, I think it just throws a, a big wrench into the gears that this team had going. And you mentioned it early in in the show, you know, the 10 days off. And nobody really knows what the overall effect of that is because you can't go into the heads of the players. No doubt. But it, it to me, that's a hard thing to do, and particularly when you look at a goaltender. And again, has Bob been great? No. Has he been bad? No. He's just been kind of ordinary. And he was otherworldly the last two series. And I think 10 days off for a goaltender is really tough. 10 days off for a team. There's nothing you can do about it. It's out of their control. But I, I just wonder if they 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 used up the clip, so to speak, in those first three series, and there just isn't much left. Yeah. I, I You know, emotionally, physically – against the team like this. I, I don't know. You know, maybe they'll so again, I'm not putting anything past this team given what's happened in this postseason. 
I'm not saying any bridge is too far. None. Until until Vegas gets that fourth win. Yeah. But um, I just think they there's a lot of things going against them right now. A yeah. lot of it is what they're doing, and a bunch of it is what Vegas is doing. And by the way, I I we can talk about the Barbashev Gudis, whether it was dirty or not, but I I knew Barbashev is a nice player. I had no idea he was this physical. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch a lot of night hockey in the regular season. But, man, that guy is like a Tasmanian devil right now. And he's making 2.25. I looked it up. And he's, he's a gonna UFA. Get paid. And he's a UFA. He's going to get paid. <laughs> oh, man. That, that, that was one of the – that was kind of one of the guys that I was looking at when – it was funny because the Florida Panthers played the St. Louis Blues um, or in early February. I was thinking, hmm, if the Panthers happen to be a buyer, can they make this worth? But, but of yeah. course, what – St. Louis was looking for the it was never going to happen for the Florida Panthers as no, far as not enough as capital that. there. We didn't no. have enough capital left to make anything happen. Yeah, so but he, he's gonna he's gonna get his uh payday as well. And of course, uh very scary once again, very scary hit for Radical Goods hitting his head head on the on the ice. And crazy enough, it's his birthday actually today, yeah. today too. So okay. not a pleasant uh birthday for uh Radko Goods as he uh and he by the way before he left the game he led two thunderous hits. Mm-hmm. And you take that allowed, you know, there, none of our other defensemen are really what you'd call hitters. Um and you know you take that physical element out against a team that's playing uh, like Vegas is playing a heavy game. That's 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 a big factor in my book. That you're, and and the best hitting uh, player of uh, on the Panthers is a forward in Sam Bennett, as yeah. far as that. So yeah. you're you're missing that on the defensive front and 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 also so that that's a, a big loss for the Florida Panthers and hopefully they can get him back. I'm not after ten plus days off. I'm I'm not even optimistic that Etu Lustrena will even be back in this series yeah. after what happened and after nine days off, especially since he skated and all that. But, you know, with two days off going into game three, any, 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 anything could happen as far as health status as well. And, of course, anything could happen as far as the Panthers and just shifting their play and it come, going into a complete 180 um, going yeah. into game three. That's what it's got to be. That's what it's got to be. And you feel for a guy like Luce Duranen who, you know, these guys play their whole lives for this opportunity. And through, mm-hmm. you know, no fault of his own, just the fates. He's not getting that chance. So you really mm-hmm. feel for a guy like that. No doubt. No doubt. But Frank, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers unfortunately lose seven to two, but there's still plenty of hockey to be played as, as the series uh, shifts back to Sunrise, Florida. And uh, tell everybody where they can follow you online and your work. Yeah, it's uh, at Frank J. Fort on Twitter and also uh, FAUsports.com. Uh, put a lot of videos up there for working at Florida Atlantic University. Our television show on Valley Sports Florida, we're off for the summer because all our sports have concluded. So we'll be back in mid-August as uh, when football season starts revving up. So you can see us uh, on Valley Sports Florida, usually on Thursdays and Saturdays. Not sure what the times are going to be this coming season. We were 1130 in the morning, so... Just check my Twitter. I'm always putting it out there, uh, you know, what's on the show and, and when it's airing. And you can always go to FAUsports.com and uh, look at uh, previous episodes of Inside the Owls Borough. Awesome, Frank. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you next time, my friend. All right. Thanks, Armando. Pleasure is mine.
And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Lockdown NHL, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Sierra Roden, and Lockdown NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And everydayers, make sure you come back for tomorrow's edition of the show, where it is a Winans Wednesday of the of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. You will not want to miss what Jacob has to say about the Florida Panthers being down 0-2. So I'm Armando Velez with Frank Ford. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.